0: Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Chris Elio, filling in for Sean Carey this afternoon. Waiting on the great Steve Jones to enter the Sunbury Motor Studio. It is the Steve Jones Show right here on News Radio 1070, WKOK your chance to chat with us and with the world about the world of sports, anything you want to talk about, although I think I know where we're going to go a whole bunch today. But if you want to get involved, you can give us a call, 1 800 795 9565. That's 1 800 795 9565. You can always throw a, a, the Steve Jones Show uh, at Steve Jones PSU, I believe, is the Twitter account. Um, there's also, uh, you can email us, uh, Steve Jones Show. Uh, there's a million ways you can get in touch, but the best way is 1 800 795 9565. And as we await the great Steve Jones. Uh, Sj, as I like to refer to him. No, I don't ever. I've never called him that ever. But the big story of this week has to be a combination of things. This Saturday, uh, as you just heard on the the Penn State report, uh, big, big, big sh- showdown with Minnesota, uh, a team that kind of came out of left field. Uh, nobody saw an undefeated Minnesota team coming into this week. Not to mention the fact that not only are they undefeated, but they've been dominating teams. So it's going to be a huge matchup. And then on top of that, the very first playoff rankings come out tomorrow, which in my estimation, I feel is the most useless hype machine there's ever been for a a ranking, not only because it's so far out from the actual playoff, but so much is going to change this weekend that it almost doesn't matter. You have potential for... I'm looking at the top five, maybe six teams. I think we can all agree that the top five are going to be, in any order, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Penn State. And then there's just a question mark at number six, in my opinion anyway, between Oklahoma and or Oregon, and maybe there's a few other teams you can throw in there, but I think those are the two main ones. Maybe Utah as well. But those top five teams, out of those five teams, two of them could have major blemishes on their record. Now obviously LSU and Alabama go head to head this week, and if that game goes to like a, a an overtime three point or seven point loss and overtime super tight, I don't think either one of those teams will fall out of the top five. But if Penn State loses to Minnesota in any way, shape or form, how does that affect their standing? If LSU blows out Bama or vice versa, how does that affect their standing? It's almost like, yeah, we're going to get a top five or a top ten for now, for a moment. For literally a moment. I mean, that could happen at any time. But literally a moment, we're going to get a top five. And then it's going to change. It's immediately going to change. So, I'm interested to see what, uh, you know, when they go in the room. I I think I'm pretty... Okay.
0: I think the top five
1: is pretty much a lock, but... And here is Steve Jones. Hello, Steve.
0: So you're here, huh? Yeah, I know. I, well, let's just avoid.
1: Let's, let's avoid. Let's avoid the let's elephant let's in the just, room, shall let's we?
0: Just, let's just start with this, and let's just get it out of the way. Okay, let's a- do it ASAP. How can a team I don't know <laughs> lose to a team that's tanking? Listen, like they're trying to lose. Listen. <laughs>
1: I think it's time for an intervention. Okay. I think I need a a fandom intervention because I got to be honest with you. Between all of my teams, I have no hope and I haven't had hope for a very long time. I can even, my teams are so bad at this point that even the Mets making the World Series in 2015 is viewed largely as a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. But you know, I need an intervention. They need to fire Adam Gase. The Jets need to fire Adam Gase tomorrow, like yesterday. Actually, on the field yesterday, I think they should have fired him in the front of all the Miami fans, all 12 of them that were there.
0: I just, wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the running joke is, how do you lose a team that's deliberately trying to lose?
1: I I honestly don't know. (laughs) I I honestly don't know.
0: But let's be very fair. The players were all playing to win. And you know Darwell Brian Flores, who he doesn't want to be known as a losing coach, right? He doesn't want to be known as that, right? But you the, know, I mean, so I mean, they're coaching to win, they're playing to win, they beat them, all right. Simple as that. The
1: the question, um, the, the, the answer to the question: How do you lose to a team that's tanking? Is hire Adam Gase as your head coach? That's the answer to the question.
0: Hey, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's
1: the play calling that's hard, was awful. That's hard the play calling was awful the the coaching is awful look it, when when i can look at a now i understand that sam darnold had a you know a major health issue this year and that could could be contributing mm-hmm, sure. that could no be contributing to his regression and that his offensive line is swiss cheese essentially and there's a lot of injuries i get that but he looks so terribly lost and It's so bad for a guy that really made major strides at the end of last year. It's so sad and it's so upsetting to watch. And Adam Gase is supposed to be this quarterback whisperer. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Ah.
1: All right, I'm over it now. (laughs)
0: Is there anything else I can help you with? Uh,
1: No, no. I mean, I'm glad the Mets, I I like the the managerial hiring that the Mets made. I I would have rather have Girardi, but I think Beltran's a great fit, and I think he's going to be a good manager. I do. I, I really, I like his energy, and I like him as a player. I like the way he played. He was never about attitude or anything. I think he's a good, I think he'll be a good fit there. And other than that, no. There's nothing that can be helped. Uh, The Rangers look good as far as a rebuilding team goes. So, as far as my fandom intervention goes, I think we're okay. I just think I may give up the Jets. I just may just oust them and just, I don't know, root for the Lions. Like, pick another loser team that at least looks like something.
0: (laughs) You lost to a team that was tanking.
1: (laughs) I... Uh, You can't make it up. You really can't make it up. And you know what's even worse? You know what's even worse is that I thought they were going to lose. Like, I really had no confidence. And what's worse than losing to a team that's tanking is having no confidence that you're going to beat a team that's tanking before the game even starts. I didn't even... I I knew it. I knew it going in. I just knew it. If you would have asked me Saturday, I would have told you that I thought the Jets were going to lose. I thought it was going to be closer.
0: This is, quite frankly, one of the five saddest conversations I've had in a long time. I'm
1: sorry. It's true.
0: I thought they were going to lose by a
1: last-second field goal or something. I didn't think they were going to lose handily. Like, that game wasn't even really close. I mean, the score looks close, but it wasn't. It really wasn't that close. Miami dominated that game.
0: So, yesterday, I'm in Philadelphia at the airport, and... Of course the eagles beat the bears so somebody said to me steve what's wrong with the bears i said well, i can tell you what's wrong with the bears they don't have good players all right so well, they don't have a good quarterback what what do you look at the rest of their offense their offensive?
1: i mean they have some skill players they have some decent you know cohen's a, a good running uh, back and,
0: absolutely there's a long line willing to trade for him oh it's just not good well, I, mean, I mean, the Bears are not good. There's too many teams that aren't
1: good. And their defense is tremendous.
0: Yeah, the defense is good. They still gave a point yesterday.
1: Well, that's but, because their offense is awful. When your offense is awful, sometimes the best defense is to have a good I mean, offense. I mean,
0: you you cannot be an expert on football. You're a Jets fan. <laughs> okay. Now, as a Jets fan, you have no idea what good oh, looks like. Oh,
1: come on! That's you, not have no fair. you have no That's idea what you have no idea what good looks like. I all watch right. every game. I don't just watch the Jets. I just root for them. Uh, I, just, I watch a every. Between. I watch
0: there's, every you, other you, game you, without
1: the rose-colored glasses on. That's I, all.
0: You sit there watching every other game, envious.
1: But at least I watch them and I pay attention and I, I go, "That's I, what we should be doing. That's what we should be doing."
0: I I wish we had that player. I wish we had that exactly. Player. I wish we had that player.
1: exactly. But even when we have skilled players, that's the problem. That that is exactly the problem. We have arguably the best running back in football and he touches the ball 11 times. This is bad across this is bad coaching. This is a top to bottom issue. This isn't this isn't just we have bad players. We have enough decent players that we shouldn't be one in 7 and losing to a team that's tanking. That is a systemic issue. That is not a a player issue. <laughs>
0: I I just think losing to a team that's trying to lose is not
1: good. No, I agree with you. It's
0: just my my opinion.
1: You're preaching to the choir. (laughs) I'm a Jets fan, and I'm ready to kick them under the bus. I'm ready to kick them under each bus that comes by over and over. I'll pick them back up, and then I'll kick them under the next one, too. (laughs) I've had oh, enough.
0: Boy. Wait, till I see Bob with shoes in. you what you think?
1: Ah, uh, I love Bob with shoes, and I feel bad for him that he has to call that crap.
0: <laughs> you would, you would, you would like Bob even more if you met him.
1: I'm sure I would, man. He's no, I
0: mean, seriously, Bob's a good, good guy. I've been a
1: big good fan dude. for a long time. He calls Ranger games sometimes too, and I've, I've, I've liked Bob with shoes for a long time. He-
0: Bob's the kind of guy I can call any sport. He's really good. Yeah.
1: Him and Ian Eagle are like my two favorite um
0: I never you know what the funny thing is? I've never met Ian Eagle. Really? Baba, Bob Bob I've met several times. I've never met Ian Eagle.
1: And they're great sports talk hosts too. Like uh Susan used to host the show on ESPN radio in New York City, and Ian Eagle started at FAN as an overnight and random fill-in dude, and then uh and then he got the the I guess the uh Play call gigs, and then he stopped doing sports talk. But yeah, he's great. They're both great. I, I like them both a lot.
0: Yeah, no, they they both do great jobs. But I mean, you you lost to a team that is trying to lose.
1: Steve, I'm starting to think that maybe you're more upset about this than I am.
0: Do I even remotely sound upset?
1: No, you. But you're but you you're harping on it a bunch. <laughs>
0: That's because. I see your carcass in the water. Yeah, it's,
1: bad. it's bad, You're circling like the sharks. There's blood in the water. It's bad, man. It's bad. And the and the worst part of the whole thing, honestly, it's not even the losing. Like the losing is one thing, but I can't even look at the game and take. You know, when when Jamison Crowder is your best thing that you're looking at, going well, Jamison Crowder had a good game. Uh, who cares? Jamison Crowder's a a number two receiver on any team at best. That dude is not even... It's, there's no progress. There's no progress. There's not, even, there's not even a thing where I could go, well, Darnold looked good. No, he really didn't. I mean, he did okay, considering, but he didn't. It, this is a step backwards. Again, they're ruining this quarterback and thus setting the franchise back another 10 years. Adam Gase. This was the guy. Hire Mike McCarthy. No! Aaron Rodgers couldn't get a, get along with him. Aaron Rodgers. Guy won a Super Bowl. He went to the playoffs for ten straight years, but don't hire him. No, don't don't no. Don't do that. Adam Gase, this is the guy. Yikes. What a disaster.
0: You are an entertainment system under yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a disaster, man. So anyway, the playoff uh, the playoff uh, rankings come out tomorrow. How do you feel about it?
0: Uh, I will glance at it, to be frank with you, but then after that, I'll bypass it.
1: It almost means nothing, right, because of what's right. going to happen this weekend.
0: All right. It, it's all about positioning, uh, and so that that's all I'm looking at. What's the positioning? After that, you know, I'll look at it and go, oh, okay, and then I'll, because... Penn State just has to keep doing its 1-0 thing. Yep. They have to. Yep. I mean, It's all you can do. You cannot do anything about playoff position. You can't do anything about what votes are in the room or anything like that. Just go out, play your game, keep winning. Uh, at some point, a final decision has to be made. That final decision is not ready yet. Now, will I glance at it and go, oh, okay, great. Will I even mention it in the broadcast on Saturday? No.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I don't. The,
0: I, I I don't even think it's worthy of mentioning in the broadcast.
1: I think the bottom line for Penn State is if they win their conference, they're in. That's it's that simple. I, I think it's that simple. If they go one loss somewhere, then you know it depends who they lose to and it depends how they lose. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And it's got to be Ohio State. They got to lose to Ohio State and get help. <laughs>
0: uh, again, I I I have done nothing about the Ohio State game yet.
1: Oh, well, of course not, because it's it's a little ways off right. still.
0: Right, so I don't even... Uh, fans can think about that. Of course. Anybody who's working it can't.
1: Well, it would be like the players looking past it. Like, you can't look past Minnesota. Minnesota's no joke.
0: Right. I mean, I've, I've watched got them gotta, dismantle I, teams. <laughs> I've, got, I've got basketball tomorrow night first. Oh. And then I'll go... Oh. Well, no, I've got... And it's funny, I was telling my class about this today. And somebody said, you know, I... I mentioned, because the section was on play-by-play. And I said that, um, I said, I've got a game, before I get to Minnesota, I've got to do the merrilees Shore game. Somebody said, well, that won that easily. I said, well, I can't go in and assume that. I said, I've got I said, I prepare every game the same way. In other words, I prepare the Idaho game mm-hmm. exactly the same way as I prepare the Ohio State game.
1: Mm-hmm. As you should. I mean, the players right. should do the same thing, too.
0: Right. I prepare the maryland Eastern Shore game the same as I would the Michigan State basketball game. and Because it's a formula that, for me, has worked to make sure I'm as prepared as possible. And when it comes to the coaches and the players, they do the same thing. Yeah. Now, for the fans, yeah. oh, the game's at 11 a.m., which, of course, is noon Eastern. It's 11 a.m. They don't play well at 11 a.m. Um, here in the back, they've won twelve of their last thirteen noon starts. <laughs> what? Huh? No, they look good doing it. Okay, we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Pretty Insurance, not a sponsor of the Jets.
1: <laughs> There's not a lot of them.
0: All right, so here is the uh, scores from uh, Friday night. Jersey Shore beat Chicolemi seventy-two to twenty-five. Sealins Grove beat Midwest forty-eight to six. So Jersey Shore will host Sealins Grove on Eagle one hundred and seven Friday night in what will be the Quad A final. That's Friday at seven. Here. Time will be six o'clock in Triple uh, A. Uh, excuse me. Uh, in Triple uh, A, Warrior Run beat Lewisburg 28 7. Lewisburg was really hit by injuries. That was the crusher for them. So Warrior Run now gets Montoursville, which beat Shamokin 42 0. Loyal Sock will take on Central Columbia. Loyal Sock shot out Mifflinburg 38 0. Central Columbia shut out Danville 21 0. Uh, let's see. In the Double A. Southern Columbia beat Tawanda 75-0. And North Penn Mansfield beat Wellsboro 17-14. So Doug from Wellsboro, tough one there. Troy beat Lyme Mountain 27-14. Of course, Mount Carmel automatically advanced due to the forfeit. And in Class A, Canton beat South Williamsport 24-7. And we'll play Muncie, which upsets Sayre 26-20. to So that's how it plays out. Did you hear that Sean, a deer was on the side of the road and Sean accidentally hit it on Saturday? Oh, my god Did you hear goodness. about that? No. So it punctured a hole in his tire. He's going down to see the Steelers game. He asked me if I, he should drop the suit's name, and I said, What, do you want to wait till Thanksgiving to get it done? Oh, good Lord. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by the wonderful people at Perding Insurance Market Street in Sunbury. Go to PurdyInsurance.com Purdy's have served this valley for decades They find the right insurance I don't care whether it's auto Home, life, business, a bundle And they try Everything they can to get you the best price If updates are needed They do that And If there's ever a claim They go to work as if it happened to them Why? Because they are the pros Not only that, you know, they're just good people just good people who are really good at their jobs. And that is Purdy Insurance. Market Street and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. We are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I am, uh... People have been asking, uh about the Indiana kickoff, a six-day window was imposed, okay? All right, so it's either going to be noon, 3.30, or 4. All right, so just we'll take care of that part, okay? Uh, Six-day windows are absurd, but, you know, whatever. It's, It's not fair to the fan going to the game. It really isn't. And I don't think it takes a genius to pick games twelve days out. Ah, boy. Okay. Frank Bodani, York Daily Record. Without question, one of the best in the business. Been so kind to always uh, give us time with his insight. Frank, welcome. Great to have you with us.
2: Hey, it's wonderful to be here. Seems like I was telling Jason. Seems like it hasn't played in a month. These five weeks last forever. <laughs> I, I know. It feels like take forever.
0: All right. So let's, uh, I'll ask the same opener I asked earlier, and that is, uh, we've seen a lot of positives from Penn State, there's no question, and and you probably could go through a long list of positives, any team that's 8-0 is going to have them. So not changes, but a tweak here or there, what would a tweak here or there be?
2: Well, I think there is still a developing team overall, so you're going to definitely have things you can improve on finding a number true number three receiver, I think is going to be a big thing for them down the stretch. Um, I think, you know, creating turnovers, they did, they've done that a little better, a little better overall, but I say it's creating turnovers they did they've done that a little better a little better overall but i still think they need to improve there was a lot of missed possibilities against michigan state you know and i think a lot of the guys in the secondary they're relying on more and more are such young young kids too so that's something they i think they can still improve on and sean clifford's played great and but yet the best thing about him is i think the more he plays the better Decisions, maybe especially with the read options that he'll make.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, and let's get to defensively. When you look, now, is going to have to be the guy that steps up because Antonio Shelton's out of this game, suspended for the game. So how mm-hmm. do you look at the defensive tackle rotation and how it's played to this point?
2: Well, somebody is going to have to play a little bit more that we haven't seen. Maybe that's Judge Culpepper or somebody else. But I think they have the bodies there As long as everybody stays healthy I think Robert Windsor Is going to be You know you're coming off a bye week You know you think these guys are rested And would be able to put in some more More time um, You gotta love in a way that Mustafer is going to get a bigger chance I'm just look at this as, a, as an opportunity For him I mean they've been high on that yeah. kid since he got there And this is a big shot for him And I, I would think he's ready So, they rotate so many linemen as it is, and sometimes, you know, even the big guys step inside on certain pass plays, right? So, they're not always needing 2D tackles out there at the same
0: time. Because to this point, Minnesota has averaged 34-43 time of possession per game. 34-43. That will test anybody's depth, Frank.
2: Sure. Now, the question and the great thing about this game is that you give all the kudos in the world to Minnesota but yes what is the competition shock going to mean to them are they going to handle it really well because they're on such a high and it doesn't matter right or are they not going to be able to do some of the things that they've done through the first eight games because they haven't played a team this fast I don't think they've played a team obviously this talented but more more to the point I, I think Penn State is going to be the best team that they've seen up front too now maybe not yeah. by a. Mm-hmm. Ton, but I think Penn State is going to have the advantage up front on both sides of the ball. I, to me, it's going to be how much can Penn State take advantage of their opportunities, because they're going to be there. It's going to be can Penn State go in there and make yeah. Minnesota play the way that Penn State wants them to play.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, when you have looked at t- uh, anything with Tanner Morgan. To this point, I know Morgan got off to a great, and he had the Purdue game where he was twenty-one and twenty-two, but he's only fifty-five percent since then. What have you seen from a guy that probably was going to start the year if there had not been injuries as the backup?
2: I think they've got a great. System. Yes. Score a lot of points. Yep. Tanner fits really well. Here's the deal he he does he's not he's not a runner he 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 does not run. That's right. So I think people assume thing-
0: he does, but he does not.
2: Yeah, so there's one thing that Penn State's defense knows and they can key on, and that may be the big difference between him and Sean Clifford. And what I really like about Sean, he got to the point where he almost expected Trace to run a good bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're even going into these games expecting Sean to run a good bit. He's done a pretty good job of running when he needs to. So, and he's been effective. The Minnesota quarterback is not going to give you that. So I think Penn State's defense at least has a way to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Not worry about that so much.
0: And there is that running game, though. Rodney Smith is having I mean, Rodney Smith and Shannon Brooks both played in the 2016 game. They're both still there, Frank.
2: Right. Well, well you know what? I, I mean, Minnesota is going to get their yards. Yeah. I mean, the way I would look at it, they're going to get their yards. To me, it's going to be how is Penn State's defense? make them earn it the points, you know? Are they you know, because I think the bend but don't break on the the pass game has been there. Um, can they keep that going? I mean, I'm not worried about at the end of the day so much how many yards Minnesota has overall rushing. It's gonna be how does Penn State play what it gets to be inside the thirty yard line? I mean defensively, Penn State's well with that. To me that's gonna be the ultimate key. I, I don't know if you can worry I don't know if Penn State defense could be able to shut them down the whole game. But I think they can still do a great job of keeping them out of the touchdowns.
0: Right. And both teams are coming off a of bye week. Uh, and there's obviously a lot been made of the noon start, which is 11 a.m. there, which is actually would have been Friday 10 a.m. <laughs> <Right>. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. Standard time.
2: Penn State's the one thing I like about this team overall, too, another point, is that they've been pretty resilient in going about their business in different ways. They've won games differently. they played it every time possible, has fared pretty well from noon to 3.30 to nighttime. You know, so I don't know if this is going to phase them whether they play this game at noon or 3.30. I mean, when was the last time? But did they, I guess, is, is Purdue the last game they played at noon yeah. this season?
0: Yes, and they played uh, pit at noon as well. Penn State's won 12 of its last 13 noon starts. And they played
2: pretty well. Now, I know it was at home, but they they jumped out pretty well offensively yes, in that they game. Did. Yes, they did. Um, and, you know, here's the other deal. The best thing to me for Penn State is that Minnesota's undefeated right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they're. Your you,
2: absolutely. You're complete focus. So they got to play the game at the same time, and they're struggling to even sell out their place. So I don't know if it matters to me so much with this team. I think that that whole early kick thing has gotten into people's minds over the (laughs) last 20 years. But, you know, this is a different team, and I like how it's younger and how they're still growing while they're winning.
0: What do you think of the what do you think the four running backs bring to the table? What does each one bring to the table that you as you cover the team like?
2: Well, it's four bodies, it's four different people you can count on. You get to this point of the year, somebody's going to get banged up, mm-hmm. which we've already seen some at least to some degree with Noah Cain. So then you have other people you can rely on. And you know, I know they have different styles to a degree. Mm-hmm especially the other three, but to me it's more about I know each one of them has a different personality, which is great. So you have three guys, three, four guys that are helping each other that have different personalities. You know, all of them can't be maybe up on this at the same time. you got other guys to pick you up. I think Devin Ford, who's played the least out of them, might he could be the most talented of them, and yet he's still getting his shot to contribute and get better so that we get to this part is that they've all played enough that hey, I, I would I would feel fine with putting any of them in the game at this point. I think Ricky Slade has proven that he's getting better, a little more comfortable. He had a really rough start without a lot of opportunities. He seems like his head is still in the game, yeah. obviously, and there's no letdown from him. And you know what? I think we're all done even talking about to James, about the the running back rotation. Yeah. It's like, this is sure. what it is. Right. This is how it's gonna be. They seem to have embraced it. We're done asking about it and we'll see how it goes. You know? I mean I think it's a positive at this point. You're not gonna change it. And maybe that's the best. Maybe there isn't one guy that's truly um, ready to carry the load. Maybe they need all four and I think well, you know, this will be one of the points of talking, we'll be able to look to probably discuss better looking back on it when the season's done. Even as it then, when it's going along, because it's, it's, it's just so different. It's a little awkward, I think, for Penn State fans, but
0: that's okay. Yeah, well, no, you do get used to, okay, you got Evan Royster. Oh, you get used to, you got Barkley. You get used to, you have Miles Sanders. You get used to one. Well, this is different, but that's why I asked the question what does each one of the four bring to the table instead of picking one? Because I think all four have brought something to the table.
2: Yeah, Noah Kane is definitely the more rugged inside guy. If he's yeah. healthy, that's great. Um, and Journey Brown, to me, is improving his overall game as a runner. I mean, he came in just with the notoriety of being a track guy. In a lot of ways, playing in a bad competition league, and to me, he's looked like he's done a lot to make himself a good all-round running back. Just they just need more. They just need more reps. All of them. They're so young. Yeah, no question.
0: Frank, thanks so much. Appreciate the time. Yes,
2: have a great trip to Minnesota. All the
0: best, Steve. Hey, it's always good seeing you, my friend. You know that. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Frank Frank Bodani, York York Daily Record. We'll come back with more in a moment. I would like to caution the audience for all of you tuning into more Jets talk. Uh, That's done for the day. Thank God. Hey, that's done for the day. We're getting a lot of. Can we talk more about the jet? No. You're on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. <clears throat> Rich Scarcella in the next half hour. Daniel Jones says, I really don't want to be mic'd up tonight.
1: <laughs> Especially after what happened with Sam Darnold well, and the Jets last week.
0: <laughs> but but you but you know I want to make a point about that. And I want to say this in all fairness to Sam Darnold. I realize that in the end somebody from NFL Network has to make, you know, a a, a decision, yay or nay on it. But the ESPN still has the last call on it. Okay? You don't think they weren't the real. To air it? Oh God, yes! Instead of having discretion, okay, I don't want to hear. Well, ESPN can wash its hands. Somebody from NFL Network, uh, NFL Films. I'm sorry, NFL Films, not NFL Network. NFL Films approved it. Um, okay, but guess what? You're still the last line. Yeah. No. And he, when you and when you are a desperate broadcast, and Monday Night Football is a desperate broadcast, It should be. <laughs> right. Okay? They were aching to, do, to air it instead of showing broadcast discretion. Of course. well, And you, know. you can sit there and you can pawn it off on NFL Films all you want. Well, actually, they approved it. Mm. Uh, no sport. Okay, It still had to go through you. There was still somebody at the end that said, no, we're not going to air that.
1: Yeah, that's weak. I mean, if, if NFL Films really wants to show it, then they could put a package together like in the future like they do for highlight reels and whatnot and then put it in there. I
0: mean they well what happens the live with NFL films with NFL films, they okay, the team and the player have twenty four hours to say no. Right, of course. Okay, as opposed to live.
1: Well that's what I'm saying. The live broadcast is definitely one hundred percent ESPN. I mean that's yes. that goes now, without saying.
0: Now they ESPN there is a process where they put it through in the process of having someone from NFL Films say yay or nay on it. That doesn't mean that you suddenly lose all of your discretion. Right. Where you you can sit back and you can all say, you know what, despite the fact you guys said yes, we're not going to do it. We just don't think think it's good for the player. Because Sam Darnold is going to have that follow him around for years unjustifiably. Mm Mm-hmm. In my opinion.
1: Because he was seeing ghosts out there.
0: <laughs> no, it's not it's not a question of that. You're just saying something in the heat of the moment. Of
1: course he is.
0: Yeah. So it's something in the heat of the moment, like, oh my goodness, every you know. I I'm sorry. That's 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 wrong. Yeah. A part part of what you're doing is you're supposed to we want to bring people inside. Inside to what? Did I need to hear that? As soon as they aired that, I go, What are you doing? It's sensationalistic well, is mean, what it is. Yeah, again, it's like it's a desperate network trying to do desperate things in the name of we're trying to bring you closer to the game. You really are, really. Congratulations. And honestly, you really are.
1: And honestly, Monday Night Football has been unwatchable for years. Even when they have a good game, there's just something about that broadcast that's just not just not good. Like it's just not it's it yeah. is something that's not right about. it. Ever since they took it off ABC, it hasn't been right.
0: I just <sighs> I see stuff like that, and it just screams desperation to me. It I, just screams it.
1: I agree. I completely agree. And as funny as it was, because I, I did find it amusing. I'm not going to lie to you. I take see. I take a younger. I take a younger side of it, I guess, and I do see the amusement in it. But again, mm-hmm. I also understand what you're saying. That, like, a you know, it, it is embarrassing to, yeah, to the yeah, player. I, you know,
0: I. I don't. I don't. Here's the reason I don't. Right, the player doesn't keep remembering they're mic'd up. Right, of course. They're just trying to have an honest conversation with me. Like I'm seeing ghosts out there, man.
1: And it's a right? lot of oh. it's a lot of gotcha stuff too. Same thing.
0: Right, and that you know what you just phrased it perfectly, much better than I ever could. That was a gotcha moment. Absolutely. Right, you got somebody in the truck. Right, first of all, they requested it. Okay, we've got this. We need to have it cleared. It's cleared. Okay, you still have the discretion to say no. Right. Right. Oh, but they didn't want to say no. You know, this is some broadcast gold. And sadly... sadly, At his expense.
1: Right. and, And sadly, in this day and age where gotcha journalism or gotcha TV or whatever, and then, you know, God forbid somebody says something that's really bad like, really bad in the heat of the moment, like if they get into a fight with a player or something like that. Well,
0: again, that's uh, where the NFL film guy comes and They probably would reject that. I would hope I don't so. understand. I don't understand why they said yes to this, because, because it made the player look bad.
1: Yeah, it's probably because it was silly and because he was play. I mean, in reality, when you watch that game, he looked lost. Like, he right. did look like he was throwing but, at, Kate. who knows,
0: yeah, but fine. I can judge that for myself, and so can you. Right? Do we need to hear him say that? Uh,
1: they probably I mean, didn't. They probably didn't think about it as being as harmful as it co- could be.
0: Of course not. Oh, but then oh, then you know the, the, the booth. Oh, they how many times did they bring it up the rest of the game?
1: Oh, it was the whole conversation.
0: Exactly yeah. right. And then it was so bad that it
1: actually trickled down to the radio broadcast because I didn't even watch that game. I was I was traveling somewhere that night and it was on the radio broadcast that somebody had said, Oh, the television broadcast said that, you know, Sam Darnold is seeing ghosts out there, and it became a whole big thing. Yeah. It even trickled down to the radio broadcast.
0: I mean, I'm not it's not my job to protect people, but at the same time, it's an unguarded moment where you going to sit there and say to yourself over and over again, uh Gee, I'm on. I'm mic'd up.
1: Yeah, well, good for Daniel really? Jones. Good for Daniel Jones for being smart enough to not fall into that hole. You know. I
0: mean, now, as for Dak Prescott, he says, "You know what? Uh, somebody for the Cowboys says yes or no for him."
1: Yeah, it's probably true.
0: Uh, no, he. I, I saw an interview where he said that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he said. Ah, he says, you know, the the other players are mad. I'm sorry, if you want to lose trust with the players, you do this. Why would I say yes to having them mic me up if, right. that, if that's the discretion they're going to use?
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Really? How about no? Yeah. Well, but we need the access. Then you shouldn't screw up so much.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I could see where they would do it for popularity's sake. Like if there's a young player who wants to be, you know, recognized for something. But you run I mean, the do risk. I
0: really, I mean, I never find any of it to be entertaining anyway. None of it.
1: Usually it's not, no.
0: Why? Right? I mean, well, it'll draw more viewers. No, the people that are tuning into the game are already tuning in. They're staying no matter what. Right. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Brian Erlocker says. Really? No, I really don't care what he says. Just hit somebody.